Here are a few um, thoughts and instructions of the Arizal, as reported by his Talmidim, mainly by Reb Chaim Vital. The Arizal instructed people to learn before you go to sleep, because he says Yenishama goes up to Shemaim at night and learns Torah. So a person should get ready and prepare that before they go to sleep, they should learn something, something in Torah. Another thing he said, a person should never cross his fingers of both hands together, like some people do when they put their hands together while they speak, and they cross their fingers with each other. For those of us who saw the Rebbe, you can see this on the videos, saying a sikhah, you can see the Rebbe always holds his hands together, but avoid crossing his fingers. It's very, very obvious and evident. And I know the Rebbe said to someone specifically not to do that. It seems that the source is this Arizal. The Arizal explains the reason is because our bodies are designed to mirror the order in the heavens. There's an order in Shemaim, and our body are designed exactly to reflect that order. So just like we have a right hand and a left hand, it's because Lamaila in the heavens, there's also a right side and a left side. These are two separate forces. One is called Chesed and one is Gevura. And these are two forces that have a special function in the navigation of resources that come down into the world. And they shouldn't be mixed because they have very different functions and different uh, meanings. And mixing them causes a lot of hurt and damage to the flow of energy that comes down from above. So that's why a person should keep his hands separately. What's amazing about this is that a, a casual movement of the hands and position that a person keeps his hands in can have far-reaching effect in the spiritual realms. Reb Chaim Vital tells that once he had excruciating pain in his eyes during a Shabbos and the pain lasted for more than two months and he had no other illness no other signs of of, of sickness or disease it was just pain in the eyes and I asked the Arizal, my Rebbe why am I having this pain? and he told me for two reasons one is because you walk with very fast it says that during the weekdays a person shouldn't walk big steps and fast because it hurts the eyes um, it says in the Gemara that a person can regain that lost part of the eyesight during Kiddush, when you look at the wine on Friday night by Kiddush he says that Shabbos when you, after a long week where you had many walks in a way that compromises the eyesight uh, you did not have Kavana during Kiddush that it should help you for your eyes and that's why you ended up with pain in your eyes. The second reason why you have pain in your eyes, he says, because when I daven in Beis Medrash and you stand on my right side, you always look at me during davening. You want to see how I behave or every nuance of behavior. And he says, during davening, there are a few places where I have very intense kavanas. He says, these are awesome, great kavanas that bring a tremendous light down onto my body. 
And when you look at it, you're not worthy to see such a light. And this is the reason why you have pain in your eyes, because you're looking at things you shouldn't be looking at. It's too intense for you. He said that in the three places that he pointed out, that he shouldn't look at the Arizal while he davens. One is during Yichat Kriya Shema, when he says Shema. And when he bows down by Maidim. And when he says Kedusha, Kodesh, 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 um, Hashem Tzavokas, he shouldn't. At these three places, he has very intense kavanas, he shouldn't look at him. There is a Gemara in Shabbos. Very puzzling Gemara. Omar Ravchizda, Ravchizda said, I will never eat vegetables when I'm poor. I want to eat uh, vegetables when I'm rich. Because I thought to myself, why should I fill my stomach with vegetables? When I stuff myself with meat, and I'll be satisfied. Obviously, this is one of the most strange stories in the Gemara, that refers to a great... Amira would, would talk about uh, food in such a crude way. So the Rizal, the different Mephoshim give a different explanation, but it's a, it's a metaphor for Chochmeh, Chochmeh Satoirin, Chochmeh Satoirinis. Rizal says, according to Shittas HaKabola from the Rizal, that everything has Nitzutze Kedusha. Every food has, and this is the reason why we have to eat, because we have to use and exploit the energy from that food for Avedas Hashem, and then we elevate the spark. It says, when it says, Rav says, a poor man, as a poor man, I would never eat vegetables. He means not a poor person economically, but a poor person spiritually. Somebody ain't only elabadas. Somebody is consciously, spiritually, on a very low level. Now, we know in order to be able to successfully elevate the sparks that are in the food, you need someone who eats with the right attitude, with an attitude with kavana, to elevate the food, not to satisfy your desire, your appetite, but to use it for the right purpose, for its ultimate purpose, which is that the energy should sustain us, and through that energy we'll be able to serve Hashem. Now, there are four levels in, in creation. There is doimim, tzameah, chayim, right? The, the, the inanimate, the vegetation, there's animal life, and there's human life. Now, when a person elevates food, he tries to elevate it to his level, to the level of a person. So the food will become part of the person, and then the person, when he serves Hashem, the food is also then elevated to Kedusha. He says, sometimes when you deal with a vegetable, which is two levels below a person, right, there's Chayin and the Medaber, it's not so easy to elevate something from a level of a vegetable to the level of a person. It's taking two steps. It's easier to elevate an animal to the level of a person because an animal is closer in level to the person than a vegetable. Now we also, we also know in Kabbalah that these nitsutas, these sparks, sometimes come in the form of nishamas. A nishama of a person who was alive in this world before and now is coming in a Gilgal of a behemoth. This is a punishment for the neshama it has to go through. And sometimes the tikkun, the rectification of that neshama, depends on who eats that meat in which the neshama was nizgalgal, rolled over. And 
if the person eats Lashem Shamayim, then the Neshama gets a ticker. If not, he doesn't. So this is what Rav Chizli is saying. These Neshamas of people that are rolling over, they're being rolled over back into the world, but in, in animals, it's only animals, mostly animals. Hardly ever does it happen that a Neshama would be in his galgal in a, in a vegetable. So he says that I would rather eat meat which enables me to lift up neshamas, holy souls that need rectification. So the effort is also a, a, a smaller effort because I only have to elevate from an animal to a human. But the return is also greater because you can you have the potential of elevating great neshamas that have fallen down and need a rectification. Whereas to elevate from vegetables to a human, that means I have to elevate it two steps, two levels. That takes more effort. And the return is not as great because although there are sparks everywhere, but the sparks, the potential sparks of an ashama being this galgal in an animal is a much greater return. This is how the Rabchaim Vital quotes from the Arizal.